The opinions voiced in this podcast are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a decision. And now on to the episode. Hello, and welcome back to Better Money with Elements Financial. I'm your host, Miranda Finley. I'm a certified financial wellness professional who has worked with thousands of people in all walks of life, and I'm also a real person with real financial experiences. I'll chat from both personal and professional viewpoints to help make your money better. Today, we'll be chatting about the power of early investing. Investing can feel risky, complicated, or intimidating, and we've seen a surge of new investors in recent years. A NASDAQ survey showed that over half of Gen Z has received investment and financial advice from social media. At Elements, we would love to help you navigate getting started and feeling confident about investing. And here to address the top five questions that young professionals have about investing is Liz Wirtz, LPL Financial Advisor at Elements Wealth Management. Hi, Liz. Hi, Miranda. Thanks for being here today. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. I cannot wait to pick your brain about this. So I'm going to queue up the first question. Why is it even important to start investing and saving for retirement when I'm young? (laughs) It's so important because of the uh, pure concept of compounding interest. So rumor has it that Albert Einstein did some quote about compounding interest and said it's the most powerful force in the universe. Essentially, it just means that you're going to earn interest on interest you've already earned. So the earlier you start, the longer you have your money in the market to start gathering that interest, and it can really accumulate kind of in that snowball effect. As you can see here, we'll put up a little graphic. Um, I have an example. So let's pretend you are 25 years old, you just got your first full-time job, and you're going to open um, a Roth IRA. So each year, you can fund it with the maximum contribution of $6,500. Let's say you do that maximum contribution for every single year until you retire at age 65. So over those 40 years, as an investor, you yourself put in $260,000 of your own money. If we assume a 6% rate of return, your money over those 40 years before you retire will actually grow 310%, giving you an account balance of just over a million dollars by the time you retire. On the flip side, if you wait to start that Roth IRA or start investing for your retirement when you're 45, you'll only have 20 years to kind of um, capitalize on the compounding interest. So in those 25 years, same example, you'll put in $6,500 a year meaning your total contribution will be around $130,000. And then by the time you retire 20 years later at age 65, uh, assuming that same average rate of return of 6%, your account has only grown 95%, which will give you an ending balance of around 250,000. So the longer that you have uh, before you need those funds for something like retirement, the more opportunity you have to really grow and put that money to work. Absolutely. It's about that time in the market, right? Is that what I was here? Absolutely. Your time horizon is very important in kind of coming up with your investment strategy. I love that. No, that's a really clear example about why it's important to kind of get in early. 
even if it doesn't feel like super attainable or even if retirement feels a very long way away, I like having those concrete numbers to know that even if it doesn't feel like I'm moving the needle very much now, that it actually is working for me and it's time proven. Exactly. A lot of people always assume like right when you get your first job, I'm in my early 20s. I don't need to save for retirement. Like that's not fun. But from those graphs and those examples, you can see that time really is a huge benefit uh, when you start investing early. So put your money to work and I promise you will not regret it by the time you retire. Absolutely. And so what about the difference between like investing and keeping money in a savings account? Sure. So a savings account, especially when they're uh, our products like Elements, different savings account with those higher interest rates are beneficial. I think it's more important though, essentially if you have three to six months worth of expenses saved in that high yield savings account, that's really all the cash that you need because uh, you want your money to keep its purchasing power. So if you have um, a savings account, you know, and your money is kept there in cash, even on a generic rate uh, kind of inflation run, the Fed aims for 2% inflation every single year. And so if your savings account isn't uh, matching that interest rate, then your money is actually losing power um, because it won't keep up with inflation. So that's why investing is really important because it helps make sure that you can actually grow your money instead of just having it kind of keep that same pace. That makes perfect sense to me. Thanks for explaining that. Of course. Um, next question um, that the young professionals have is what is a 401k? Sure. So a 401k is the most widely known retirement savings account. Um, but just because a lot of people have heard that term doesn't necessarily mean that they know what it is. So it's an employer sponsored retirement account. That means that you gain access to it and ability to participate in it through your job. Um, the 401k has tax advantages for both your employer and yourself as the plan participant or employee. So let's say that you get a new job and you you know, you have your first day and you're going through HR onboarding and they kind of talk about the benefits that they have for you. Um, as a plan participant, if you decide to uh, utilize your 401k that your employer uh, offers to you, what you'll do is you'll elect a defined contribution amount. So let's say it's a percentage of your pre-tax earnings and that will go straight into that 401k account. Um, so let's say you want to um, contribute 5% of your salary before any taxes or anything has been paid that will come out of your gross earnings into that 401k account and then will be um, invested in whatever investments you choose with that account. Um, what's really, really important with 401ks is that often employers will offer what's called a match. It's just an added incentive to try and get their employees to um, consider saving for their retirement. When you have the opportunity to have a match by your employer, you absolutely should take advantage of this because it is free money that your job is trying to give to you. Um, for an example, let's say you just started your new job and it's $50,000 a year in salary. Um, your employer says that they'll match 100% of your first 5% of contribution. 
So that would mean if you, with your $50,000 salary, choose to contribute 5% of your own money pre-tax, then 2,500 of your dollars that you're earning throughout that year will go into the 401k account. Now the match comes into play because let's say that they're gonna match 100% of that first 5%. That means that your employer is then going to give you an additional $2,500 for you to invest in that account. It's a great way to really boost those savings. And if you are able to, I highly recommend that you contribute enough to at least get the maximum um, of your employer match. Absolutely. Don't leave that money on the table. I think that's great advice. Exactly. But what if someone's employer doesn't offer uh, a retirement plan? Sure. So let's say you work for a really small business or a family owned business that just has a few employees, or maybe you are a sole proprietor or an independent contractor. You might not have access to that 401k or employer sponsored account, but there are still ways that you yourself can contribute um, and start saving for your retirement. The most common examples for that would be like a traditional IRA or a Roth IRA. Like we mentioned in the example before, each of those has a maximum um, annual contribution of $6,500, but it's a great way to get your money in the market. You can still get some of those tax advantages that are beneficial to you as the investor. Uh, on the other hand, if you're like really, you know, set in your business and you're having really great years and your profit's awesome and you want to be able to contribute more than that $6,500 each year, you can open um, different IRAs. There's one called a SEP IRA or a simple IRA. And those are a way for either sole proprietors or small businesses to um, be able to boost their retirement contributions. Um, but in those situations, it's really beneficial if you could talk to a financial advisor or a financial planner to kind of make sure that you're doing the best product that fits your specific situation. Excellent. So what I'm hearing is that there's still several ways that you can get into the market and you can start investing, even if it's not provided by your employer. Absolutely. And if anything, it's almost more important if that's kind of the situation um, of work that you're in, because it's not as easy or convenient as just simply checking a box on your um, enrollment forms with HR for that money to go in there automatically. You do have to think about it um, and do those extra steps. But again, it's so important to not give up those years um, of your money being in the market to really take advantage of all of that compounding interest. Excellent. So what if a young professional says, I checked that box on my enrollment form, I'm already contributing to my 401k, getting my match. What else should they be doing to set them up for financial success? Sure. So if you are, you know, you already have your three to six months worth of um, emergency savings and cash, um, and you're already contributing to that 401k, uh, there's kind of two things that you can think about. First, um, I would recommend that if you have any kind of short-term project, that would mean something that you want to do within the next two years um, that you'd like to fund, at least with some cash, keep it in cash. Keep it in that high-yield savings account, that high-interest checking account, um, and just keep it liquid cash available to you. So, you know, for example, if you've been saving up for a while and maybe this fall you want to buy a house, um, keep that down payment in cash. 
But if you're kind of realizing after all of these other buckets have been checked and you still have some discretionary funds left over after the end of the month or the end of the quarter or whatever, opening a Roth IRA is something I highly recommend to all of the young professionals that I've been um, consulting with. It's just a really nice way to kind of pad your retirement savings for the future and offers a little bit different um, tax perks and tax advantages than the 401k would. So it's nice to kind of make sure you have both uh, buckets filled up. Right. Absolutely. And if they are looking to invest additionally, what would you say they should be investing in? Sure. So it totally depends on what platform you're using. Um, For example, at Elements, we use the broker-dealer LPL Financial. Each broker-dealer is going to kind of have um, some funds and and opportunities that are available to everybody, but then also some more specific um, LPL Financial products. Same as if you were to uh, invest with Schwab or Raymond James or kind of any of those other broker-dealers you've heard of. To me, one of the most important things to look into is the uh, fund's expense ratio. These are kind of like those hidden fees that are netted out of your return. Some uh, companies charge a very high expense ratio to manage those funds. Some have a very low expense ratio. Um, It's important to kind of make sure you're looking at the whole big picture. Um, But I guess before you even come up with what funds you want to get into. It's really, really important to come up with your investment objective. And you can do that. There's quizzes you can take online if you don't want to meet with an advisor, or you could set up an appointment to meet with an advisor to kind of go over the basics of what your goal is for this money, how long you have um, for the money to be in the market, what what level of risk you're comfortable with, And so all of those things will kind of help guide what uh, your portfolio will end up looking like. So your asset allocation will have to do with how many equities you have versus fixed income or other alternative investments. All of that is really, really important in building your uh, portfolio as a whole to make sure that you're not, you know, taking on too much risk or or you're maybe you're not taking on enough risk. So those are all important things to consider when you're choosing what funds you should actually invest in. Absolutely. Well, it sounds like there's a lot of options out there. I think that finding someone who is in it every single day, who is paying attention to the market, who knows what products are available and can really help someone decide what might suit them individually is really important. And finding an advisor and someone that is willing to partner with you exactly where you are to help. Um, make sure that you're feeling comfortable and confident. I think that can be really hard to find, but that's why we love Liz. I truly feel like Liz wants to empower her clients and make sure that they understand as much as they want to. So there may be people, and I'm sure you can attest to this, Liz, that say, you're the expert. Here's my money. You tell me what I should do with it. And then there are people like me who have 500 questions and want to understand more about where their money is going, how it's going to benefit them, whether it's going to help them achieve the goals um, of retirement or the type of life they want to lead in retirement. And so I like that. I feel like the, what I've, the, the information I've gotten back from my clients that we've mutually worked with is that you really try to partner with the person and where they're at 
to make sure that they understand everything that they want to understand and that they're empowered and comfortable. So if people want to work with you, Liz, how can they do that? Sure. So the easiest way to get a hold of me is just to go to my website. So if you go to elements.org slash L Wirtz, um, L Wirtz, W-E-R-T-Z is my last name. Uh, you can find my contact information there and schedule your free consultation if you're interested. So in that consultation, you can help review goals, steer them in the direction like what you were talking about review their current portfolio and what they might be investing in right now. Is that right? Absolutely. So most commonly with my young professional clients, what we'll do is we'll kind of assess where they are now and take into consideration what their salary is, what their expenses are. Well, I'll help them go over, you know, your 401k plan if your company does offer one and can help you uh, know what funds would maybe make sense for you. Um, Similarly, if company doesn't offer that for you and you want to get set up with some retirement savings, we could go over IRA options. Um, I think you kind of said it exactly. We totally have clients who are like, look, I'm hiring you because I don't care and I don't have the time and I, I want you to take care of it. And that's great. And, you know, we are happy to do that. On the other hand, I do think it's really important for even if you work with an advisor to really take the time and ask the questions so you yourself understand, at least on the most basic level, what is happening, because it'll really make sure that, you know, you have that personal interest yourself. It's your money. Um, And so I'm very, very passionate about breaking down all of the complexities uh, that investing or financial planning um, can have and making it much more digestible because it's hard to talk about money and it's an overwhelming topic. And then you throw in investing and you have that anxiety of, you know, is it too risky? It's like gambling. I don't want to lose this money that I've worked so hard to earn. Um, But that's exactly when, you know, sitting down with somebody like me can be very helpful to lay everything out for you to understand it and really feel comfortable um, and know that you're making the right decisions and you're optimizing your situation. I love that. So let Liz help optimize your situation. Thank you so much for sharing with us those um, and addressing those top five questions that young professionals have um, with investing. If you're interested in working with Liz, please go to our website, as she mentioned. And thank you so much for joining us today. You are welcome. And thank you for joining us on Better Money with Elements Financial as we talked about the power of early investing. We hope you were able to take something away from this to help make your money better. Find more episodes at elements.org slash better money or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to rate and review. If you're interested in the graphics Liz mentioned, email us at bettermoney at elements.org and we'll get them over to you. We'll see you next time.